Hello, <laughs> welcome back to the second episode of Meta Crunch. I'm joined again by Animated, Connor, and our special guest this week, IQB. Boys, please introduce yourselves. Uh, hi, I'm Animated. I am the assistant coach for Samsung Morning Stars, a new contenders trial team, and head coach for Ignition Esports. Hello, I'm Connor. I am head coach for Left Behind. I'm also trialing with a couple contenders trials team, and that's it. Hi, I'm IQV, and I'm the head coach of Karasuna. So, first on the agenda today is, um, we'll be mostly, after the last episode, we'll be mostly focusing on DPS today. So, the agenda for today is hitscan and what you should be running if you should be running one. Uh, what projectile DPS to be running. Um, is Rhine Sigma viable at the moment? And the experimental card currently with the Moira and Reaper changes. So, on to the first topic of hitscan. What do we think of hitscans at the moment? What hitscans should we be running? Do we even need a hitscan at the moment? Animated, I know you were quite strong on the kind of um, not really needing a hitscan at the moment, but... I, I never said that, really. I, I actually <laughs> do need to apologise to Connor. I whispered that yeah. to him during one of my scrims. Yeah. Um, when you're taking a more kind of passive playstyle into Monkey Bubble, so when you're not being the... The aggressor you're playing to survive the initial burst and then and then win off the counter dive ash can be quite strong um in that she she doesn't play main she'll just take some off angles she can still because they haven't really changed any they haven't changed any hit scans in in patch and they've just been kind of they've just been nerfing shields so really hit scan strength is still is still there and i really i haven't experimented much with the pharah changes but i don't think they should I don't think they've got to the point where they'll negate any um, any hit scans. So I think hit scans are still viable. Uh, Ash particularly, she's still kind of as strong as ever. Yeah, even in Monkey Bubble, it's worth giving it a try. Yeah. So I could be. What have you been running for your contender stuff? What hit scans and stuff have you been looking at running? Oh, well, we haven't been playing live. Uh, <laughs> if you want to focus on live, I can give you feedback on that. I so mean, I either way. Contenders or live, whichever one you choose. I guess we'll focus on live because that's what the topic was. Uh, and we just did the Mayhem Tourney, uh, which was an invitational of all contenders teams from America, NA region, EU region, and a few from uh, Oceanic and uh, South America as well. Uh, and that was on live patch. So I got a bit of experience on live patch. Uh, and what you notice with hit scans, it really is like team dependent you always got to look at your player strengths when you're picking like uh, which heroes are viable or not because uh, every team will perform better playing different heroes so like in my opinion hit scans are very strong if you have players who want to play hit scan for example ex oblivion they played ash widow pretty much i didn't i didn't see most of the games but like 80 percent of the time i was watching them they were on ash widow uh with a mercy and they played against hog zarya with this as well uh, and they had a lot of success. So, in my opinion, hit scans are still very viable. Okay. Yeah, I think that's something we're going to see a lot, kind of in this current live patch. It's teams are going to be playing into their strengths. I think meta is going to be less rigid as it was um, previously with double shield. It's really about what you feel comfortable on and what you're finding success mm -hmm. in. So it's still, I mean, it started to move towards the more comfort pick towards the end of the last patch, didn't it? It started to move towards more comfort picks, no matter what you were playing, in my opinion. Obviously, there was the set meta, but I felt like there was maneuverability around it, even if you did have, if you had more specialist players. 
I felt like it was definitely more flexible, even in the DPS and support category. As long as you stayed within a certain kind of role for each DPS, then it didn't matter really what you were playing. Yeah, um, I think right what... now a lot of teams are running the Sombra Tracer as well, which I feel like is it's pretty good. But I I do I must say I do prefer the Ash pick. But that's but just over my personal a Sombra choice. or over a Tracer. Um. I think, like I said, it is comfort pick, but for me personally, I would prefer to run the Tracer over the Sombra, I think, with an Ash. Okay, so IQB, what do you think about running Sombra, Ash, or um, even Sombra Tracer? What are your thoughts on kind of DPS comboing? Um, on the Contenders patch, I'm a firm believer of Sombra Tracer being stronger than Ash. Uh, there will be some maps where Ash gives you like... Uh, a good amount of value that could uh, you know make you want to pick her over a sombra tracer but for me it's usually like first point defenses of certain maps and then after that sombra tracer is just better but if you can play sombra tracer i would recommend playing sombra tracer everywhere and then finding out where you struggle and then maybe putting an ash there if your hit scan is more comfortable on ash than either sombra or tracer so what supports? I assume with the Ash, you'd want to run a Mercy potentially, or it is we... potentially. Uh, for me, it depends. Like, obviously on defense, you don't have the uh, luxury of seeing the enemy composition. But you know, when you get into contenders, you sort of know what the enemy team is going to play before they even come out of the spawn. Yeah, Just from scrims, you yeah. you know what team is either a poke team, a dive team, or a broad team, right? So you have a general idea. Uh, versus uh, poke specifically, I like the Mercy Ash because with the dive. Because you can have your Mercy Ash just vibing in the back line and uh, popping off damage, and then you have your, your dive group uh, doing their stuff as well. However, versus like a dive mirror, if you're thinking Anna Brig on the Contenders patch, where Brig is still very strong, all they do is like, you know, play for a nano engage and like they can jump on the Mercy. As the Mercy flies away, the, the DPS can follow up on that, uh, or the other way around, DPS can pressure the Mercy, and then Nano Monkey jumps on her. The Ash and Mercy are pretty much going to die. Or you could use the reverse. The Ana now doesn't have a Brig with her when you're playing Ash Mercy. So you're committing to pocketing a DPS over Sustain. Uh, and uh, that's very punishable. On Live Patch, though, with the Brig changes, I feel like Brig is, you know, n not as useful in Dive as she would be normally. Mainly because she's becoming more of a Dive target because of her low HP. So when you have Anna and Brig, and usually Brig would be able to vibe by herself, and she can't do that anymore, I think then playing a Mercy and then pocketing a hit scan like an Ash might be better. And you just have to adapt to the fact that they're gonna have more value over their dive with their Nano Monkey on your Anna, and play around that through like changing your positioning, having your Anna further back when they have Nano, so that when the Monkey dives in, he still has a lot of space to cover to get to the Anna. And again, you're indirectly enabling your Ash by doing that. Okay, so on live, Connor animated, what are we thinking in the positioning of kind of running an Ash with a Mercy or running the Ash on her own or running the Ash, not running an Ash at all and going for the Tracer Sombra at the moment on live? I feel like Brig is definitely, she's still viable, she's still definitely a viable pick, but she would have to get it, it depends on map, so uh, it's very map dependent. Mercy on the light, long sightline maps, Ash could be super powerful, and she can get those long range picks, no problem, pretty much a fight win. Whereas Brig, you're going to have to put a bit more resources into her if she gets dived on, on a longer sightline map. 
and it would also leave the Ash. I think that would struggle a little bit more. But on the shorter ones, Brig would definitely be a bit more viable. Yeah, I think the problem is when you're committing to playing or, or when you choose to play the Ash into a dive comp, the way that you play the comp changes. So you can no longer try and uh, backline trade or you can no longer try uh, to devolve into a brawl because you're just your damage output in that in that single burst or in that sustained brawl is going to be a lot lower than uh, than the traditional trace of sombra so you end up if you're trying to run the the brigana if you're trying to force the brigana and yet you're running an ash you're going to have to hard commit to or you're going to have to try and commit to the poke but then your poke is now going to be less because you just you just don't have as much or you're you're limiting your damage by running a brig and it's going to be quite easy for for kind of the true monkey bubble comp in the in the sombra tracer to to play around that so i i don't think running i think running brigash is kind of is quite indecisive in what you want to run and okay. i don't so yeah. moving on to the other hit scans we're looking at the widows the soldiers obviously soldiers kind of been irrelevant i think he needs a full rework in my opinion but any of those kind of i mean widows obviously always been fairly powerful but Anybody, any of the other hit scans looking like they're going to move in, maybe? Have we seen anything else run? Kree was played in Monkey Ball. Kree, I'm on previous patch. Kree yeah. can be played in Monkey Bubble as a substitute. Yeah, I said last time the Ash for the longer sightline maps and McCree on the shorter ones is. Okay. Yeah. So with Ryan Sig, are we looking to run McCree or are we thinking something else? Because um... it's on, on live patch. On live or on old patch, even if because you want uh, to live patch, you got to keep in mind it's a lot more chaotic, flanky style with everyone playing like double off tank, uh, and you're even seeing like the contenders teams right now playing double off tank. Uh, you're seeing on streams with even Overwatch League players complaining about how main tank is really hard to play. Uh, so that means like, I don't know if Overwatch League is just gonna go double off tank or they're just all gonna agree to just like uh, mutually agree to just play a different comp, like <laughs> just so it's easier to yeah. play. Um, but in terms of Ryan Sig, I like the idea of Rush because Rush is very easy. Uh, sorry, Rush is very good to like uh, deny high flanking comps if you just focus one target and you remain like you know, if you have a really high target focus. You kill one target, you stabilize. You kill one target, you stabilize. If the whole enemy team is flanking, that's how you have to do it. Now, that obviously gives the enemy team more room to get a pick in between those. But if you play it perfectly with the Ryan Sig, I feel like that could be a counter. And I even tried it in the Mayhem tourney as well with my team. I think on uh, uh, you know a map where Brawl is normally played. I'm not going to try and like, leak anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on a map where Brawl is normally played, uh, and we were quite successful versus that uh, double off tank stars because we just focused one target, so killed what... them, and then stabilized. Sorry to interrupt you. What are we? What hit scan would you run there, though? Seeing as that's what we're kind of trying to focus on there. What if you? You'd you want a hit, a hit scan that would be able to keep up with the Brawl and like CC is the best and like high damage output. So Cree would be very good there. Uh, even Reaper as well. So something that is, is quick and can stay with the team uh, and uh, that'll put a lot of damage. Obviously for Kree, the CC is the, the biggest thing and for the Reaper, the damage at close range is the biggest thing. Okay, so, well, I mean, that kind of folds into what I saw. I saw Hog Diva with a Reaper and then there's kind of more stable backline who can just avoid fights genuinely. Or can sustain them. So Torb, I saw a bit of Bastion played. Um, any of these kind of stable heroes that aren't going to go anywhere with high armor and kind of 
what you'd expect as high sustain. If they don't have high damage, they're kind of providing utility. Um, so, I mean, they're the ones you'd be looking to run in a brawl, wouldn't you? Um, which moves us nicely on to kind of projectiles and what projectile DPS to be running. If Is May still in the kind of counting? Or are we preferring things like Farah, Echo, that sort of thing? I think Echo's coming back slightly a little bit, in my opinion. But yeah, a little bit. That... But... I think just right at the start, I want to try and talk about kind of what I want to, what, how I personally classify the projectile DPS for someone like sombra i think she's more projectile than hitscan because although her weapon is is hitscan by nature she's revolved more around her uh, utility as opposed to just her raw damage so that's just how i try and classify it as opposed to the kind of they shoot projectiles if it's more based around utility then i'll try okay. and classify that as projectile so i was just going to classify projectile as somebody shooting a projectile so that would be yeah. your may your yeah i mean you have your... the projectiles but then the one i mean you could keep it a hit scan but you can define it as a utility dps as its own subcategory if you wanted to uh, yeah, i wouldn't change would... it to a projectile you, you know just keep it basic to how the gun shoots uh so... but i do agree with you in terms of like you normally see your flex DPS is playing Sombra because when you're playing Sombra, it would be accompanied by a tracer or a, yeah. or, or a hit scan, like Sniper. Yeah. Rarely you see like a, a May Sombra or a Farah Sombra. Maybe back in the day you yeah. saw your Farah Sombras, but rarely anymore. Okay, so double projectile is definitely something not to run. Would you recommend double hit scan then? Or are we still sticking with one projectile or one hit scan? One projectile, one hit scan would always be my preferable pick i feel like yeah i mean if you if you want to just again that would be like team specific yeah, but team. i know like double hit scan has been very strong for a long time genji astros i'm pretty sure the first meta where it was like projectile hit scan in quite some time because before that it was like i guess echo would be projectile just before that as well so, so when echo came out that's when projectile of... sort of came in before that it was like ash tracer so what are we thinking of for projectile are we leaning towards the echo or are we leaning towards i'm not sure about echo yet. Now, the thing about echo she was obviously cancelled because of the genji changes just genji out tempoed her it was just a faster hero now echo is sort of back into a similar position as genji but with echo it's not going to be it's pretty similar to genji where you're not going to have much impact in the neutral you're going to output a lot of damage and build out fast but that's going to be your win condition you're not going to get like huge picks in the neutral so, like, you play for your ultimate, you play slow, which again plays into the Zarya dive comp. This guy's called Monkey Bubble. Uh, you build your ults. Once you've won that first fight and you've stabilized, that's when you're going to start getting the utility out of Echo, I believe. But if you lose that first fight and you have to retake, I think it's very difficult for Echo because the angles are all controlled by the enemy team. Yeah. I know uh, someone in chat just said, uh, I'm curious, so what do you think about Ash Echo in a team composition? Because that was what was being run before the Genji patch, wasn't it? Before it was Genji Echo. and some yeah. things played Tracer before that as well, yeah. Ash yeah. Echo was like, it was either Ash Echo and like Ash Tracer, Widow Tracer. I don't know, but I feel like on she, on. but they did, they did nerf the Echo, didn't they? A little bit. They and nerfed then... her beam, I believe, from... It was, was beam range, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah. I think, I don't, I don't know, yeah. I feel like she's the too much of a slow. Echo didn't come from her beam, though. So I don't think, I mean, obviously it's an insanely powerful thing, but the... The synergy between Orisa and Echo, especially on pool, 
you had yeah. golden dynamite pull stickies that's where the real danger was yeah it really to. balanced it to like the beam is more for like one-on-one -on -one, like 1v1 duels finishing them off or like if there's a target who's low and you're in their face like that's when you're gonna beam rather than you can beam from like literally your spawn <laughs> and into the enemy's spawn oh, like, yeah yeah it makes sense but with the arisa nerf though does that change how echo works then is that going to adapt how we play echo because i feel like that that's a i feel like yeah, a nerf has killed echo more than anything i feel like there was struggle getting the combos in but i mean it's yeah, i mean it's once still you learn strong the target, well, you know, once you learn the combo arisa is just now a single target thing and mm. stickies are a single target use ability but the splash so damage as... was like a big ult builder wasn't it though in pull in that sense the ult splash damage was what you wanted more than anything in my opinion yeah but if you can if you if you learn to to coordinate the sticky pulls then the 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 picks you can get from that should be enough to to snowball into a one team fight so okay so just... what do we so iqb you said you didn't have much stuff on live have, have either any of us seen any farah i haven't seen any much farah played at all even with the new changes i've, I've seen, seen a, a lot of farah. i've seen quite a bit of farah Okay, so what are your opinions on people playing Farah at the moment then? I think Farah can be extremely powerful if you take like a bit more of like an off position and stuff like that. So on Lijiang Market, for example, Farah, she was played a bit before on the map, but I feel like now that she's super viable on it. Okay, anything, any maps? So King's Row used to be her one of her old favourites. Is that, do we think that's still something or would you rather run... A more hit scan based or even flank based comp there yeah i mean just going back to kind of the farrah comp my problem with it is that in a dive she is almost too consistent in her damage output that as a dive comp you want to be able to do a lot of burst in a short amount of time so when you're swapping out um i can't i can't i was trying to remember what dps we ran or i saw right being along and alongside the farrah and i think it's something like they were running either like Doom or something weird. So they were trying to make up for their lack of... I know Farrah's damage is still insanely high when she hits the direct. But so long as you can try and position around that, it makes the dive a lot more difficult to get the high burst. So yeah, my problem with it was just that you would have to try and just stay in poke as long as you can. And kind of my mentality as a coach is I find it quite... Well, I quite enjoy playing around a team that plays into poke because I don't, I haven't like in my or trials and top OG kind of scrims. We haven't seen many. I don't think I've seen any team play poke effectively or play poke well because people kind of they don't understand that that they need to that they just won't win any any brawl or or dive devolved fights and they end up just losing because they don't understand it. So I don't. I didn't see Farry being used to. But is the much point of Farrah not to? whittle down a target or to drain resources from a target so yeah, that that becomes the so, dive target yeah so you, but the problem is that then they just dive before you have a chance to drain it you dive during their their build up they're there during their poke because the poke is elongated because of the the need for because you can you have resources at the start to to survive the, the consistent damage from pharaoh but then if you were to dive during that, so it was something like a six-man dive where you swap out the Zarya, because Zarya still needs the slow poke, or the slow, uh, slow, like a longer poke to build energy. But you can still then dive if you swap out the Zarya, or I mean, you can still play with the Zarya if you wanted to, but you still just dive during their poke, and I don't think Zarya has been used to much success, really. I think when people understand how to play it better, I think you might find it, but at the moment, I don't think people have kind of 
good enough team synergy or good enough knowledge of it to 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 play it to much success at least from what i've seen uh so i know this is another question from chat uh mainly towards you iqb um saying can you weigh in on the monkey's eye versus hog's eye <laughs> okay uh i know that guy don't he's an old flex supporter of mine i thought i had a fan but actually no player of mine uh now is this live or is this old yes, patch live, live. all right it's live patch i'm assuming what do you mean bruh you know hard stuck tier three player <laughs> um on live patch i feel like when we we tried Monkey Zarya in like the warm-ups before the Mayhem tourney and uh, it, it would take some time for people to adapt but the Mayhem tourney as well had bands like Sombra uh, so, uh, like Moira, Sombra, Arissa, second DPS I can't even remember May so but like the key thing there was Sombra I would like to see on live Sombra with the Monkey Bubble comp versus the Zarya Hog because I feel like you could play like Anna Zen or Anna Mercy with an Ash, have that high damage output, and if Sombra is able to hack the Hog, which we can see, and like if you're playing competitive mode, is I'm doing it pretty. It's it's not not consistent, but if you play just for like hacking the Hog and then like you know again utility and not you know too much damage, you're denying a big value in the Hog. Uh, but if you again have a very strong Hog player and you just send him. To flank into the enemy spawn he's gonna get value as well but again though he is not like is not counterable i feel like he's just the easy yeah, yeah, yeah the main point is it's not been long enough for teams to sort of adapt to where there's like a short spike in playtime of hog zarya hog sigma zarya sigmas type stuff like this where, where like normally it's been dive for a bit and obviously hog is very strong against dive uh in theory uh without counterplay so people are just going to play the Hog, right? Once teams actually understand the way his Hog, Hog is playing uh, and the slight things you can change. For example, we were playing like Anna Brig and then we picked the Anna Zen and we played quite far back and the Discord with the Anti-Nade and the Sleep Dart just on Hog, kill the Hog, and then you go from there. Yeah, so he bit, but he it makes him just the big target really, doesn't it? Because teams yeah. just can't be bothered to work out how to seriously counter it. You just hard counter one character and look for the cleanup. Yeah, I mean, he's just a 600 health alt battery at when you learn to <laughs> exactly so yeah so again to conclude short terms power spike and hog until teams find a way to counter that mm. but then again you could think about it that the hogs teams where if they're putting so much resources into hog imagine when you're playing bull uh and the team goes counter bull what do you do you don't start slamming in you play for disruption you play for rolling through them you play for poking them because they've just committed to countering you so if the hog just plays smart and stops uh, going in the back line now then he's enabling the rest of his team because the enemy team is playing to counter hip and he's not dying so it's like a balance like you know it's like a, a scale of uh you know i'm countering you now i'm re-countering you then i'm countering you it's like until there's a meta that's settled i feel like yeah. it will probably take a a month maybe because <laughs> honestly Hog is... isn't that what we want out of overwatch you want it mm. to be a game of tactical counters? Hey, i'm not complaining <laughs> yeah i feel like this is a lot better than you know like goats where it was just a set meta if you didn't play that meta then your team just got fucked i don't know i played well, I mean, hog in that anyway yeah, yeah we saw we did see a lot of counterplay for goats i think that was one of the times where people had to be like as creative as they could I feel like at the start well, yeah, of it, it was China just, yeah, I feel like eventually that happened, like they started chucking, you know, like Sombra and 
I don't know what was it. No, but they they didn't count it like goats. They just adapted and enabled new playstyles of goats. To be honest, they just made goats <laughs> more powerful. Rather yeah, they than just yeah. goats yeah. with sombra. Okay, they're, they're may may goats now. Oh, oh, was it sombra well. may goats. Sombra <laughs> may goats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we took it. Isn't that just two two two, two at that point? Yeah. yeah. Just, what do they call it? Smotes or something. Oh, oh, right. oh wait, what was the Overwatch League team? The Hunters ran like four DPS. They yeah, had triple. I mean, DPS, oh, yeah, triple. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was cracked. Yeah, that was. What do you mean, like as in three DPS players or? Yeah, no, you know, they, they were running. They run three DPS. Hot, they were running ball, pharmacy, two DPS, and another healer. Oh, you're talking about, two, two, two. okay. You're talking about pre yeah. two, two, two. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that the team started to play that that triple DPS ball mercy and then. Yeah, yeah, that worked very well, I believe. Yeah, it was just because everyone kind of focused on the balls. Mm -hmm. and An old team of mine used to do that before I joined them, but they'd always talk about how they do that versus goats. How? So, what do we think? Just before we finish up the uh, kind of DPS section, what do we think about the power of people like Doomfist? Um, Junkrat's mm. seen some playtime in Owl, even pre-patch. Um, what? What are we thinking about these kind of? bigger burst or spam heroes i don't mind the junk just because the, the pure damage output doom is more i don't i wouldn't lean into doom as much i don't feel like i don't know i just feel like i get counters you know so you just chuck really a been... good doom player if he's yeah, got exactly. a good doom player but even then you know been say mortal. doom's on attack you slam into them all you desire is got to do on the other team is just bubble the person he does and then burst him down you know yeah, but it... good dooms will be will take you by surprise Yes. Uh, uh, Connor, have you played against uh, Melto from Odyssey? Uh, I have not. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what you said there is just, <laughs> yeah, just bring that up to him and then see what he thinks. He's a very good Doom player. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I know some Dooms are absolutely cracked. You know, they'll kill an yeah. entire team and stuff like that. But if you have strong comms and stuff like that on your team, then mm -hmm. he can be played around and against. But again, the annoying even... thing is that you're having to put a lot of resources into one target, and then yes. the enemy team, if they're smart, can work around that. And that's what ODC do very strong. Like, they even uh, forced yeah. Doge from the Genji Ash meta to play Doomfist on some maps because they just couldn't deal with the Doomfist. <laughs> and you'd and think, like, in, in theory, like, if you're playing Doomfist, okay, you might have a stronger neutral, but with Blade in that Poke meta, and they still swap off when they have stronger ultimates, if you think about it. Doom ult versus Blade, it's like you'd want the Blade. Yeah. And they still had to swap off Genji. It shows a very good Doomfist with a team around him will do well. I'm not telling you guys to go play ranked because then I'll put you on my avoid list. Hmm. Ranked, <laughs> Jesus, Zaya Hog meta, all you have to play. Yeah, I, think I mean he's was, hard like... countered by that, isn't it? Zarya. Yeah, when Zarya will be bubbling your hog instead of your Doomfist. When we saw, um, when I saw some of the Doom being played, the uh, the problem was that you had to kind of fake engage to try and bait the Doomfist in. And it meant that you were kind of, you had to play around the Doomfist's engages, because you can't then try and commit to a dive and waste resources on that while the Doomfist is in your backline, destroying like the hopes and dreams of your support players. It's, it's just, it is very annoying playing against the good Doom. Yeah. yeah. So one last, the last hero on my kind of projectile list is May. Oh, are we looking to see May with the brawl or not? Yeah, and they're strong with Brawl. With in the Brawl. rush comps, especially. Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't right. think she... Like like we were talking about with um, 
just single target focus may is really strong i think there are some market there's some sorry there, especially on lijang like um, white room and in in night market she is insanely yeah she's very very strong she's almost kind of like i don't want to say a must pick but she is i reckon she will have a very high pick rate okay so the next thing on our list was brian sigma and the potential to bring back a style of brawl um it does this mean that main support players are finally free of break to be able to play <laughs> things like lucio and um things like that uh uh, is yeah, there the potential to see that comeback, or is it still underpowered in terms of the potential? It was used to be countered by the idea of double shield just kind of running away. Do still things have the do comp still have the opportunity to run away and just nullify a brawl with a Lucio? With a Lucio or without a Lucio, I've seen a well, variant of brawl being Lucio played. If one team runs a Lucio and one team runs a break, then you're going to have a very I think. I think Brig's in a place now where taking brawls against a Brig comp is a lot easier. And it isn't kind of mm, almost I think the Unity teams go for like, uh, if they're playing for that sustain, usually it would be like Bat Brig, Anna Brig, I believe. Could be seeing double flex support meta with Bap mm. Anna, maybe even Bap Zen. Although that's not much sustain, you just get the more damage, so you just play for that win condition. Yeah. Versus the Bap Lucio, like type of Lucio rush comps. Okay, so we're not with brawl you don't think the lucio rush comps are going to be as viable as a they I've once been playing were a lot of i'm playing, playing a lot of rush comps with uh more lucio like orissa ryan that's mm. been working was... well against against teams like like i said before like rush will be very good at picking off single targets yeah uh, or a few targets and if you can do that quite well again it's going to be map specific i feel like that's where we're going with overwatch with overwatch yeah you look at a year ago every map has played on goats and yeah. then you got to like 2-2-2, every map had like a similar meta. And we just came out of one where every map was playing against Ash. Right now, with this patch, I honestly believe like, although I hate what's going on with double off tank, once the maybe there's a slight change, you're going to see like, okay, this map, a team's going to play something they're the strongest at, but then the other team might think of something else. So you're going to see less mirror compositions and more freedom of pick now for a viewer that's harder to un understand and more, more normal grind more but, yeah grinding for coaches. it's really hard to watch yeah, non we have to work more yeah, yeah but for me i love that because it's like new win conditions it's not the same thing every team is going to play yeah. something different so it's fun but like for a viewer i don't know if they can follow that as well it's a yeah. lot of prep for coaches i find like i think even yeah, I even think contenders on, now i'm having to do a lot of prep yeah. yeah, I mean, even teams now are going to struggle with kind of building up the adaptability. Because uh, you go into some teams and they have kind of no idea how to be adaptable. Yeah, I don't, it puts a lot more pressure on the coaches, but it kind of makes it a bit more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my. your job, Definitely. man. That's your job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't welcome the pressure, you're, you're not ready to be oh, a coach. I much prefer it. Yeah, then... go for it, man. Just uh, double shield constantly. Mm. I hate it. One thing shield. i got to say, like, I remember... Last season contenders, or like no, the first season that Raspberry came out of OD, Raspberry Racers, and went into contenders, everyone was playing like the double shield. I think that was like the maybe the Ash Trace or Ash Echo. They played, they were like a brawl team. They played their Cree May, I believe, or Cree something else with their brawl. Uh, and they got very far. I think they came what, what, second, third place in that week of contenders. So it shows you, like, e even then, if a team just plays to their strengths, they're going to do well. 
uh, and catch other teams off guard. Because if you're playing poke, 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 poke in scrims and then your official matches versus the team, because you don't play your team, you're playing an official match in scrims, plays a different composition that's very hard for you to adapt. So, like, yeah. all these different compositions could show, like, you know, the, the, the top teams, like, you know, Team Doge and British Hurricane, maybe not so British Hurricane because, like, the competition at EU compared to NA, but Team Doge specifically, like, you could see them dropping down as you saw just recently where they finished, British, I believe, third or fourth place. British Hurricane? No, not British Hurricane. I said Team oh, Doge okay. specifically. British Hurricane, I said the EU is not as much competition. <laughs> Yeah, but they've been running away with the EU region at the moment a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said not so much British Hurricane. Um, yeah, kind of like you're, you're, you're generally like your top teams with uh, enough competition could actually start falling down if their meta or the team just plays something that they're not strong against. Yeah. So this morning, well, the other, the last two days, I think it was, and um, there was Contenders Korea um that i was taking a look at i don't know if any of you have been looking at the korean contenders it's always something that i saw the link me. on the ow and it didn't work so uh, <laughs> yeah, i watched right, it a little okay. bit um i watched bits of it um, especially the, the kind of um i think it was runaways um game and there was a little bit of kind of ryan sigma lucio i can't remember the exact kind of comps that they were running if i so um if i grab my notepad up but i think there are is there anything that's going to look to hard what's going to be a hard counter to those rush comps what's going to struggle what's going to cause struggle between those brawl comps that means you just won't run that instead mm, against the brawl comps as in like against brawl comps what are we for? looking yeah what are we looking to run against a brawl comp brawl what stops brawl. you from just running it's one that can take it's one that can kind of split their target focus so the strength of a brawl is that if they all focus down one target and they just move target to target but as soon as you can find a comp or you can find a play style that makes it very difficult for a, uh, a brawl comp to stay centralized and to stay together that's when you're going to start kind of like disintegrating as a team that's why avoided comps mm. or why avoided as a team are so strong because it's so difficult to to not only break through when they're set up but then also in mid fights to to stay kind of focused and to stay together and to not break down into their chaos. So you're thinking something like a ball hog, I don't know, pharmacy sombra, <laughs> something like that. Running comps like I mean obviously spam is the counter to to brawl, right? Ones that that drain their resources before they have a chance to to engage in a in a brawl fight are the ones that will find success so ones like i mean you'll probably even find success in um the monkey bubble taking soft engages with maybe an ash right just trying to drain resources and drain utility before the brawl comp has a chance to engage just yeah literally just draining resources because their cooldown rotations especially with something like uh reaper may are quite long so you're just going to attempt to kind of draw the fight out as much as you can, just drag out resources early on and rotate yeah, away? That was, that... That's the basic idea of why spam works quite well against Brawl, in that it's just a constant stream of damage that's draining right. your resources to close distance. So your counter to Brawl is to play Ring Around the Rosie, is that what we were trying to get at? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so what supports are we running with Brawl then? 
assuming we're running Ryan Sig with a DPS, a hit scan, and a projectile, what are we? What supports? I know my team run with the uh, Ryan Sig. We run Bop Lucio or Moira Lucio. They were okay. our sort of choices. I feel like that was so... more to do with the team than yeah. My team's a lot more comfortable on um, Moira Lucio. We have a very kind of um, we quite like the rush style. And we're finding quite a lot of success with it. So we're, we're sticking quite quite rigidly to that. So IQB, if your team are to run Ryan Sig, what supports are you pushing your players onto? Uh, my flex support is very strong on Baptiste. So where I can play Baptiste, I will. But like you guys said, with the, the poke comp, being able to take angles and deny... Uh, there's quick rotations from Brawl, like Moira enables that style with her fade ability. Like you could even use fade aggressively now, and I'll say like, you know how you see in ranked where they use fade aggressively, orb in and just die. You, as you lose your speed boosting and you know, you're getting caught up, like you can fade into an angle with your team, with your Ryan shield. You, like that type of style, you would play like a Reaper with really brawly close range heroes. If you want to play for the Baptiste, which uh, then is like, you don't want to get in their face as much. You will with your Ryan, but before that, you have more value out of your poke. Then with your Baptiste, you'd play something like a Sigma, a Kree. Uh, you know, like a projectile could be a May to allow for that hybrid with the Ryan. Like they could work together, the Ryan and the May. And then you have your Sigma and Kree like on an angle. Like you could use this style to pincer the enemy team. Because obviously the poke comp, they want to take angles, but they want to rotate away from you, right? So by doing this, by having like this poke style as well, you can have your BAP healing your Ryan, pushing forward with your like a core of like BAP Lucio, Ryan May, and then you can have an off angle of Sig Kree waiting to pincer the enemy team. So like you can imagine like a map like Busan Mecha Base, the, the poke team will run across bridge. BAP, uh, BAP Lucio, Ryan and May can chase them across bridge. And at the same time, Sig Kree are waiting on the high ground for a pincer. Uh, and that's one style you could play all the style of like the Moira with the Reaper. So for me, again, play to your player strengths. Whichever style you play, play to that win condition. Both are viable. Both are viable. Sorry. Yeah. So I think just kind of what everyone's been saying to get get across the general idea is just play to your strengths. Play what you feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm liking coming out of most of this patches recently as well is just the kind of overall balance of most heroes obviously they keep breaking the odd one and it fucks everybody but i think it's been pretty good once this hog change once they nerf hog which is inevitably going to happen because it's boring and nobody likes a boring game but i think once the hog change goes through it's going to be a really balanced balanced meta for a while until somebody really cracks it yeah i think personally i'm quite excited for to see what the Overwatch League run. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, speaking of Overwatch League, Connas uh, in chat is obviously an Overwatch League coach. Brawl counter is six mercies. A very smart individual right there. He is. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's something we might see going into Overwatch Maybe he's your special guest next week. He is. He's yeah, my maybe. silver Xbox player. <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> uh, so I think so... the last thing to talk about is the experimental stuff or yeah so iqb i think you said you hadn't looked at experimental which is fine um, hey, send me the thing right now i'll give you the, the hot uh, take i can give you a general 
rundown. So see the change. Right. See the if change. I'm wrong, it's because of you then. Alright, <laughs> so the biotic grasp, the attach angle reduced from reduced by 37%. The biotic orb, the damage orb now sticks to enemies when impacting them instead of piercing through them. Only deals damage if stuck to the target. Deals a constant 60 DPS to all enemies. Will refrain on a stuck person, a stuck player, for three seconds or until the 120 damage is dealt. Uh, the orb is destroyed if it hits the enemy barrier. Reduced max number Wait, to one bounce. So, yeah. orb no longer goes through barriers. Orb it attaches to it attaches to one player like a fucking lighthouse, basically of DPS. <laughs> it's like a DPS lighthouse, and it. Its speed went up and it only bounces once for the orb. <laughs> I can just imagine my DPS running away and the orb <laughs> I mean, that's what it felt like anyway. You'd be safe, yeah. the orb would go. Yeah. Like, but when now it's stuck to they just you. come back and quickscope you and you're like. You no longer watch the kill cam and see the Moira shooting an orb away from your team and it ending up. Oh no, this is going to be hilarious. But the the grass angle is definitely a big, big thing for me as well. That one's quite annoying. Um, no longer getting grasped from like 50 foot outside yeah. of the radius yeah um the clip of um sucking three away, seconds sucking until 120 damage is dealt. yeah yeah although oh. it's they've limited Wait, so it, can't, to it, can't, it can't DPS, one shot anyone no no okay, i just uh, i just sent you the link by the way I yeah, yeah yeah i'm reading through it now that's why I'm um no but longer, the more important one is the fade and the fact that that's still busted as hell in my opinion there's no way that an ability like that can yeah. come into overwatch I don't Wait, think. max number of bounces to one yeah so what happens? It just goes through the wall. It just dissipates when it hits. It just hits, hits, hits the wall, the comes back, and then it's gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like 50 rebounds off it's like it's like a pull ability, basically. Wait, Yip just said in chat that it can go through a Baptiste window. I mean, yeah, that's but that doesn't matter. Though. It maxes out 120 damage. It'll oh, just yeah. oh you mean you mean like a damage buff? Damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. It okay. won't do. It will still limit it at 120. It doesn't help <laughs> Wait, if you, you chuck can, it through a window. You, you, mean, you can put it through a sim anymore, TP and stuff like that, man. Window. You can put it through a but sim it... TP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're three turrets plus a Moira. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that would be cracked. Hey, your two CP strats just TPing to point with a Moira. Just spam things through TP. Just chuck your Diva bomb in there while you're <laughs> yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, you just right, chuck every through. single damage thing you've yeah, got. Yeah, one thing I do want to see a lot more of. I don't know if you guys ever saw them. Like people do this. They used to um, TP bomb with yeah, yeah, um, with icicle. So May would jump in with icicle, so they couldn't shoot the. Uh, sim turrets. Yeah, you saw that Team Ireland innovated that. Yeah, Team Ireland oh, did it. Wait, really? I, we haven't. Yeah, mm -hmm. I haven't seen it since they did it, and I really, I really, we, I really wish people did it because it was yeah, so, so funny. Yeah, so the, to the watch. issue with that is that teams learnt, you know, uh, to have their Reinhardt press right click and the shield comes up and and then they walk away <laughs> yeah. and they survive. Damn, they did the smart yeah, thing too. where they had the blue rectangular man put a shield on. <laughs> yeah. I know that's like an ultimate for Reinhardt, but like, yeah, yeah they, they they used it as a counter. Uh, I just, yeah, I would say the reaction shield. to the first time people seeing that. Yeah, that was really good. But Team Island were always quite funny, weren't they? Because they had... Um... They have Liam. Yeah, they had Diver Eye and Liam on... <laughs> as the main tank is brilliant but i think the fade change going back to the experimental i think the fade change is busted in my opinion can't put that into the game it's Wait. like bloody baptiste lamp you know like these supports are getting ultimates as abilities 
I don't know I why know, they're fucking over Reaper, like... though. I mean... With his faith. Yeah. I mean... They can't get out of Zaya's uh, grav or the Sigma Flux. I don't know. I feel like it's that's... like a Junkrat trap now, isn't it? Where yeah. he can't fade out. Of, he can't wraith out of Junkrat traps, but he just hovers there. Like so, will it be like the Arisa? If Arisa got golden in the middle oh, of the flux, he so can just he walk can out. fade, but he won't get out. He can wraith, sorry, but he can't get out. Yeah, yeah exactly. he can wraith, but he's just stuck there. Alright, so you just you just uh, yeah. won't take the damage in wraith. I think they're just raising the skill cap of Reaper's wraith, though, as opposed to it being like. Just a get out jail free. I mean, they did the same with Moira, so it's like I feel like yeah. it's just a change of like these abilities where you just disappear mm. from Earth and then come back. Like, maybe they're a bit OP. So, the Moira, I, I spent about when the first time they did this fade change, I spent about an hour like grinding it with a couple of friends and just seeing oh. how overpowered it was. And this is what's made by Mind Up. I, I play low elo, and it took me an hour to learn how to fade every other ability and save people right it's like shatters useless because you just can't follow up on a shatter anymore especially since they reduced the timing you how, how am i supposed to okay i'm a ryan i'm a professional reinhardt player i struggle enough as it is to hit shatters and then suddenly a moira pops out of nowhere and fades her whole team out of my shatter team. <laughs> yeah i quite like the idea that now along with having to bait lamp you have to bait fade i think that's wait, 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 wait wait if they get shattered on the floor and your it doesn't stand fade? them up. It doesn't stand them up. It, it just, just makes can't them take damage. Invincible. Yeah. Oh, you, yo, you can get shattered on purpose. All your <laughs> bad Reinhardt players will be like, yes, look, this strat. Finally. We're going to get shattered, like always anyway. Uh, and then you fade, and then we... And then, <laughs> and then we no one will talk no about my mistakes. You're just baiting out now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's but like it... old Mercy Res, I feel like, where you just get oh, hit on yeah. purpose. Mercy used to I hide behind the corner. Like, yeah. if Sigma has, oh, everyone just stands on point at six, just waving at him. Like, come on then, <laughs> bring so it the on. Problem is, problem is now it doesn't really save you from, I think it still saves you from Flux. I haven't tested it, but I think it still saves you from the damage of Flux if you time it right. Mm. So basically, well, you can... Wait, and with the range, can you be in the? F uh, sorry, can you like do it, it from the, the same... bottom of the flux, or do you have to be in the flux to do it? I think it's like emo. It works like emo, I think. Hmm. And, was... But the problem is, is if you get lifted into the flux too, and you time it right, um, you can fade people as they land because flux has a similar radius or like diameter to the six meters that she has. So she has a six meter circle, and flux is basically a six meter circle as well. But like my main thing is, I need to know if I'm Moira, do I need to get in the flux? You know, like if you have transcendence as a Zen, you, you actually want to jump you in the flux. I don't or think Lucio, you do. Like, it's not like Lucio where you can just hide and then you know beat your team. You've got to get in there to heal your team. Mm. I mean, That's I think you can do it out. both ways. You can do it both ways, I believe. Does mm -hmm. Fade save you from EMP now? Um, so what you can do is you can yes, if you catch the timing right, <laughs> but the timing's the timing impossible. Right. Oh my god. Envy Sombras hack other Sombras out of EMP with just normal hack, like, uh, I don't know, these 14 year old DPS yeah. players are busted. The cast time of... So then you, have to, do to, you have to do the fade, so basically you have to fade first, and then at the one second, at the end of fade, your team gets a one second. Okay, generally a Sombra TPs in... Which is, again, I don't really like that idea, but they TP like in and then idea. EMP. If you see the TP coming in, or if you just like preemptively fade, you just fade and then like walk away to like a corner or a wall at the same time, like halfway through your fade, 
get your team potentially safe from an EMP and as well yourself. Yeah, what if they're trying exactly. to like EMP so... grab? And you just hit shift, and all of a sudden your team is immune to everything in the game. See, this is why I said it's busted, because you're saying goodbye to any impactful ult whatsoever. Where are you going to get impact from ults? Oh, here we go. Here's a 20-second uh, cooldown on your BAP immortality. Oh, and when that's done, you've got 8 oh, seconds what is between each more effect. 8 seconds. 8 seconds every what? Eight, every 8 seconds. That's mental. Yo, Moira Baptiste is gonna be metal. I'm not gonna exactly. use this. Gonna be invincible. <laughs> exactly, that's why I said you're it's gonna rotate invisible. You're gonna rotate Moira healing orb, Baptiste shift, lamp, and Moira fade perfectly to have lamp at the end of the rotation again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you will have the lamp. It's it's basically like, gonna rotation. be immortality heaven, right? It's just everybody's gonna be immortal. What's the it's fucking like point of playing the game? <laughs> No, but in the poke comp, if you look early poke comp, like Mei Hanzo, it's uh, like even in normal poke comp now, the, the biggest tool is lamp. So when you're playing an for for an ultimate fight, you say, "Oh, we use this to force lamp, and then we go in." If it's like a poke ultimate uh, with the Genji, you could just ignore that and blade and kill the lamp at the same time. But generally, like Mei Hanzo stuff like this, uh, you force the lamp and then you go in with the next ultimate. With this one, do you think you're gonna have to force fade? And then the lamp, and then yeah, you're gonna have to force lamp and fade. And fade. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, fade because lamp has a five second uptime, doesn't it? If you if yeah. you hide it, so you it's have five seconds second immortality. To team wipe, pretty much. You pretty have three much. seconds between mm. the end of lamp and the start of your next fade to get a pick. No, no, no. You have to the, to the end of the fade, so you've got one extra second. Let's bear that in mind. You've got that one extra second. <laughs> Hmm. So, you have two, uh, are you no, really? Then you have two seconds, because you have eight seconds. You have the one second where they're immune. Then yeah. you have lamp, so you're going to have two seconds. Hmm. So, so, that's why I said it's busted. Right? It is. There's no fucking way you can put that into It's a cool idea. I get the concept of trying to make more and more skillful. But bloody hell, that's broken. It's trying to literally make more. You just have to like... increase. Like, if you're going to go for it, you just have to increase the cooldown, surely. Yeah, definitely. It has to be like a... It has to be like Immo. And then also you have to increase the cooldown for um for lamp. No, lamp can stay where it is, but unless you want double as long as they both have decently long cooldowns, I think it should be okay. You'd run one or the other, I feel like. You'd run Bap or Moira if they both have super long cooldowns. But eight seconds is still a joke. It's too long. It's too short even. It's not worth it. That can't go through. And then the, obviously the Reaper change is pointless because Reaper is in a stable place as he is. And this yeah. is just a micro nerf that's not really... A, it's not really going to impact him, but I don't see what the point in doing it is. Unless that's where they're going with all these kind of I'm immune, but you can still see me abilities. Yeah. But I think other than that, there's not... The Moira change is good other than the fade, right? Or yeah, needs yeah. changed. So I don't see why not changing that one but the fade change is too much um yeah i think it's strong it is it's too it, strong it is definitely way too overpowered and but the orb changes i said the old orb changes were fine where it was faster but did more damage i liked that change i was an advocate for maybe putting that through to life but this one can go through i'm happy for that to go through the I'm grass happy for the one was for the... yeah i'm happy for they, the orb the and the grass change, change. so the Reaper change doesn't need to happen, and neither does the Fade change. Personal opinion. Yeah. And you can fight me to the death on that one. Hmm. Yeah. 
No, I I'll, I'll pretty much agree with that. It is a so, bit busted. To close out this episode, let's go through what comps we want to be running this week. So, IQB, let's start with you first, if you want. Um, if you were to recommend a comp, you're going straight into a team, you're to recommend a comp to them, what are you picking? What's going to be your go-to comp for this week on live? Oh, you're going to hate my answer, but, like, okay... I'm not going to say whatever the players are strongest at. I'm just going to assume the best at like every hero just to give you an actual answer. Yeah. yeah. For me... Wait, this week is... It, are we assuming experimental? Let's exper- Let's assume experimental doesn't go live and we're just playing right experimental now. Experimental doesn't playing. go yeah, live. Yeah. We're playing yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If it's like a high tier team... So I would let's, let's go assume for, you like, have the more... best players... The best players okay, you can. Okay, okay. Let me get my uh, brain out. One second. Animated, do you want to go while RQB ponders on why he wants <laughs> nah, to Nah, no, I got this, bro. I got this. Give me a second, mate. Do uh, we want ladder? <laughs> no, no, no. Scrim, scrim, scrims. Ladder's fucked. <laughs> okay, I, I honestly think the off double off tank thing just will be counterable by some type of thing called synergy. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if anyone's heard of that. It's quite rare. I don't even yeah. see it in my team sometimes. Shout out to them. Uh, <laughs> I just think Brawl is going to be very strong for teams who are trying to just pick up something that quickly can counter double off tank. I also think uh, you know the double bubble could still be played. Uh, because of the we value that like, you want, one comp IQB, one comp. Mm, I hate you. I've never done one comp in a single season, but uh, okay, I'm gonna go dive because I've been the dive coach for like the last eight months. Dive, but like I would do like as monkey bubble, maybe like Anna Zen for Anna the band. Zen? Yeah, for the, dude, for the I'd be a Anna Zen. Zen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A, like Sombra Tracer or something, or like Sombra Ash, you know, chuck a Torbjorn in there if you want, on Cheeky yeah. Torbjorn. Cheeky Torbjorn. Yeah, it's respectable. Yeah. Pull a different. Okay, moving from one clear Mima to the other, Connor, what are you going for? <laughs> Mima? <laughs> Dude, I had to go to my Google Docs and find out my hidden strategies. Damn. I'm going off the top of my head and not my secret strategies. Um, I would run <laughs> Ryan Sigma. McCree Pharmacy and a BAP because why not? Okay, animated, what are you going for as your kind of comp for this week? Uh, well, in a scrim, we beat a team that I'm not going to name because. Do it. It, it was a Do bit it, embarrassing. They're, yeah, a, uh, yeah, they're, a, they're an ex contenders team. Do I'm it. Sure say that. They're ex contenders. We beat them by running a Bastion Pharmacy double bubble. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> and we 100%ed them on the pool. So, um... Why does that sound like you're playing avoided comp, just the B-Tech version? Which... <laughs> we... <laughs> I asked I asked the team, would we consider, who would play Bastion? Would it be the Flex DPS or would it be your hit scan? You mean Flex DPS? Our hit scan. You missed. <laughs> yeah, our hit scan then locked Bastion. That's fair. And we that ran it and we won. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that seems fair. So I think that's going to be the comp I'm going to go with. He's found the meta. 
Yeah. He's probably better play Bastion. Actually, though, Bastion would just burst down Double Bubble, though, if you think about it. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it would fade the fuck out of Zarya, you play but... with the Sombra, the Sombra just counts as a Bastion. Yeah, the yeah Bastion he does, he does, but... He puts his DPI up to a thousand. Like <laughs> no, I remember... This reminds, in a circle. this reminds me of a funny story. We were playing uh, versus a team, I can't remember. I think the player was Razor. I think maybe it's... Was it Triumph or Drifters or something? Uh, and... Uh, it was like the last map, and for a joke, one of my players writes in match chat, "Oh, what should we play here on Busan Sanctuary?" It was, uh, and the Razor replies, "Oh, Bastion." And I'm like, "F it, all right, this is what we do: we're playing Bastion Sim." Uh, and what we did, we TP'd on both the drums, and we just kept TPing back and forward, and we 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 won the map. Yeah, Jesus. Double, double meme meme comps work just because people don't expect it, and they if I they don't have key. a good coach and stuff like that, then I mean it's not coaches. No, like, it's not coaches, but it's like you know what I'm adapting mean? to a comp you've never yeah. seen before. That's all on players, me. I'm I sorry. I mean, if you don't if you don't have somebody who's sitting in scrims who understands how to counter individual heroes mm. like that, like if you don't have one of us sitting in your ear screaming like play this hero, it's easy. I'm whispering. Yeah, I do like but... to scream. <laughs> Yeah, I do prefer a good scream at players. ASMR but... coaching is is what I do it's at five a.m. <laughs> in the morning when my family is asleep. But Ooh. imagine if I'm shouting. Oh, dude! If I did I that, mean, why would Jesus. you do an A region at that point? Uh, better opportunities, obviously. True. <laughs> it's kind mm. of obvious. Yeah, I prefer the screaming and the lower opportunity. If I'm honest, I need mm. my good. My, I need my daily the most, the best of all contenders. Yeah, I get to scream the most because it's normal for them to scream. Bro, I'm not awake at that time. It's like 8 a.m. or something. Oof. Isn't it? Yeah, my like, sleep schedule is so far. I wake up at like 3 p.m. every day. Yeah. Anyway, my comp, my comp for this week, I'm going to go for Ryan Sigma, Lucio, Moira, <sighs> and whatever DPS you feel like tossing in there because honestly, hey, anything works. Top, <laughs> top Sim. And, top Sim or Bastion Sim. Like... Do what you want. Honestly, tanks are the only ones limited at this point. No, just mm. fuck it. Play whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> the conclusion <laughs> on is, uh, Coaching advice from the best. Fuck whatever you want. We have two contenders coaches in here, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, you know, I was playing, uh, I was ringing for a team. And, uh... Mm. And the, 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 they were like, I was playing main tanks, so obviously I was shot calling. Oh, I died in a fight that was 6v5. And I said... Literally, just use an ult and you'll win. Uh, whereas they were like, they were like, back up, back up. I was like, no, use two ults. I don't care. Just use two ults. Just use ults. Uh, and they go, they're just like, okay, they use nano and like, I think window or something. And then they just turn the fight and won. And they're like, either this guy's a genius and just knows the game so much, or he's just like trolling and just saying, just use ults forehead. But it worked. And I said, well, it works. So what do you think? It's the shock mentality, though, isn't it? Just win a ball. Yeah. Like, I think people take this game too, not seriously, but like too close-minded, too tunnel vision. Mm, yeah. Must see what Overwatch League does. That must be meta. Must, must yeah, see yeah. what Overwatch League does. Uh, like in terms of like That's executing like, a fight. Yeah. That's why I like like Owl and Contenders being like a whole patch behind. It's good fun. Yeah, mm. it means yeah, I can I mean, take four K teams like... and go. Well, we don't know what to run. What run now, whatever. My <laughs> point was obviously based towards the more not casual team but like the lower end like if you're in below 4.4k there's a reason for that i'm not going to be harsh but there's a reason for that yeah, so do you think harsh, yeah. you have to force yourself to play what overwatch league are playing when they play the game eight hours a day for three years when yeah you... that's what i was disagreeing with like 
we were talking about this last week about teams running monkey bubble in like diamond and stuff. <laughs> there's no way. There's I mean, no way. there's if there's a will, there's a way, but it's not going to be executed the same as what 4.4k plus players are going to do it. It will still be done, but to their level. Yeah. Oh, you can All just right. run a different complex brawl. It's nice and easy. I think we could talk about boring matters forever, but I think we're going to call it there for today. Um, thank you for joining us, IQB. Um, it's been nice to have you and have your opinion. Um, no problem. We'll, no be, problem. Um, we'll also be going through our... Um, we'll also be buffing up on the YouTube channel, and you'll be seeing a lot more of us on there. So... Um, watch me throw some plug plugins. Yeah, oh, you no. can go and watch... Keep watching Connor throw plat games. Um, oh, it's stuff. exquisite. But thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. And we will be with you again next week to discuss more meta and even some owl. Yeah, follow me on Twitter as well at twitter.com forward slash ITB underscore OW. And as I'm a very nice guy, I put it in chat for you guys as well. Oh, it would have been if you know I don't have uh, Nightbot. And it will be in the YouTube description as well. And this is Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Right at the top as well. <laughs> what do you mean? Why wouldn't you put mine first? I don't what know, dude. I... This is a... I think mine's better than all of yours. Mm, anyway, let's end, let's end it there. <laughs> Before we fight about who's the better Twitter player. Right, end the thing right now. I have a word to say to <laughs> you, <it>. young man. <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone for coming out. Uh, go follow the YouTube, the Twitters, all that. Join the Discord so you can get notified when we go live. And see you all next time.